Electronic walkabout. No one should have to walk through life alone. We share the good times, the bad times, and the best times. Everyone needs a little direction now and again, and TC and Mad Dog are here to show you the way. A podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Come journey with us. The Electronic Walkabout. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Electronic Walkabout for 2024. We have a few things to share with you. Our topic today will be on making resolutions. Everyone with the best of intentions will make resolutions. Something that will make them a better person, whether it be physical, emotional well-being, or a combination of both. But before we get into our topic, let's talk about our good news story. Let me share with you a real good news story that we have for Ewok about. We have someone with us today in the studio that has joined our family and will help us with our journeys as we talk about the important things in life. James Mad Dog Bergen. And some of you might recall, he was a guest on our show earlier who also lives in beautiful downtown Chilliwack with his family. So you're the good news, man. Well, thank you very much. I don't know if I've been referred to that uh, as such before, but I'm very honored uh, to be a part of this podcast. I want to thank you for uh, inviting me uh, to be a part of this family. And I'm really excited just to uh, take this journey and meet lots of interesting guests and uh, probably learn a thing or two myself. And uh, again, thank you very much. But I know that even even your perspective is going to up the ante for this podcast. No pressure. We'll just see where it takes us, okay? But all the pressure taken. All the pressure taken. <laughs> so let's, let's get back to the topic at hand. And I'm just going to start with um, some statistics. Um, statistics, Canadian statistics, and I'll tell you right now what I was doing a little bit of research, and I always say we research extensively before we do these podcasts, just for you, the listeners. But eight in 10, 78% have failed to keep past resolutions. Just two in 10, 22% of Canadians have managed to keep all, all of their resolutions in the past. So when you look at the statistics, they don't look very good. <laughs> Not at all. So it, it does beg the questions. Why would anybody make a resolution? I think in general, people are just looking to better themselves or their habits or their tendencies. And call it a Monday, call it January 1st. Everybody picks that start of a week of a year that they want to throw the gauntlet down and say, okay, this is where I'm going to start. So I think they absolutely all start with the best intention, but um, uh, for various reasons, which we'll touch on, they, they don't follow through sometimes. And when we talk about resolutions, what, what kind of resolutions are people generally making, do you think? I think it starts off with health because maybe people realize some of their habits aren't quite uh, what they should be. And then it goes through to finances. It can have relationship uh, effects. It can, you know, improving yourself at work. It's just whatever it is in your life at that time that you'd like to improve. That's what the focus is. Well, you know what? And, I, and I'm not one to, um, I'll tell you right now, I'm not one to make resolutions because at the end of the day, I realize I'm not going to keep them. So why set myself up for failure? I'm not going to do that. Getting back to the, the statistics, though, I will tell you this. In 2024, the big resolution is financial wellness, which is good and bad in itself. I mean, we all have to learn how to manage our finances, but for that big resolution to take place in 2024, that doesn't really speak well of the, the financial climate out there, personally speaking. Not at all. Everybody is really struggling to 
save a penny or a dollar here and there, and it adds up really quickly. So uh, I would be safe to say that from a budgetary standpoint, that is an easy one to throw as a, as a top resolution or something to address starting off a new year. Well, and I will say this, and I'll, re- I'll repeat it later on in the podcast, but if you are going to go down that road and you don't have any any road or path to take, please reach out and and, and talk to someone who knows a little bit about financial wellness, and perhaps they can give you some tips to, to add to that road to success for you. And I think that's to that point, that's where some of us, a lot of us, most of us have struggled over the years is that that really isn't covered well in school, or maybe parents don't instill us with the budgeting um, skills that everyone assumes that we already have. So some people are just trying to make it on their own. And if they don't know any better solution, they get stuck in a certain rut. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. And, and at this point in time with a, with a 90 year old son, I'm trying to uh, and, and still a little bit of financial wellness, but I know it's going to be a steep learning curve, a learning curve for him and a steep learning curve for me at how to impart that knowledge. So hopefully at the end of the day, uh, I'll help to set him up for success because as we both know, as specific to finances, that is one of the bigger stresses that we actually experience in life. And if we can somehow learn to manage that, it just leads to a happier life. Well, that's it. And, you know, we always want better for, for our kids and our grandkids and you know, I, I gauge the the learning that I'm trying to impart on my four boys based on how they're doing at their point in their life. And they're all doing better than I was at that point in my life. So I, I take that as a smidge of success, but it's a, it's an effort and you really have to work with them to get them to understand. So. Getting back to the resolutions in general, why don't why don't people keep their resolutions? Personally, I feel that it's just, you know, it's like anything. If you've got, uh, if you're, you're struggling to overcome an addiction or anything, there's a lot of different cycles that you have to break in order to make that change. So it's very easy to say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to change my, uh, you know, I'm not going to buy Starbucks five days a week, but your road to work passes by your favorite Starbucks. And at the slip of a hat, you could pull in there and it's just because it's part of your routine. So there's a lot of things that have to go into, you know, adjusting your, or breaking that cycle to, to be able to fulfill those uh, resolutions that were made. Doesn't seem like an easy thing when you think about it. So, so I mean, it, it, it might, I, I'll, I'll just say it's probably the reason why we see the, the stats the way that we do, but who are they made for though? Are they made for an individual? Are they made for someone we love? Or are they, or are they just made because everybody else is making them? What is it? I would like to say that's probably a 33% split three ways. It's for yourself. It's for others. It's the thing to do. Truly, they should just be made selfishly for yourself and not really having to hold yourself to anybody else's uh, accountability or measures, um, but just something that you're going to do for your life that makes it better for you. So yeah, it, but there's a lot of a lot of factors that influence it. And you know what? And I totally agree with you. It has to be for yourself. Does it, it, does it help the people you love if you can somehow be successful at, uh, at satisfying some of these resolutions? Of course it does. But at the end of the day, it's got to start with you and then go from there. And you know, it's one of the things that, that I've often thought about. So if I'm going to say, for example, that I'm going to have a dry January or a dry February, does that mean that I have to grab the one I love and take them down that road at all? Or is that just a recipe for disaster? Yeah, no, this the resolution is not about you uh, enforcing other people's resolutions. <laughs> it's just yours. So so truly, it should just be, uh, you need to take care of yourself and other owners will either support or carry on, and that's fine too. But it, at least it's just for you. So, and that's a good point because when you take when you say support, who is going to be your biggest cheerleader when you're engaging in these these resolutions? 
And I would say family for sure, but some of the, the kids sometimes are like, yeah, good luck with that. So it's mildly self-defeating, but you know, in the back of their brain, they are cheering for you. Well, that's it. We want it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll take from that. So let's say you don't have that cheerleader in your life and, and the best cheerleader you have is yourself. What kind of steps or what, what kind of advice would you give someone just to set them up for that success? Yeah, truly, it's um, it's like anything else where, you know, it's something like a resolution. You really shouldn't be relying on anybody. Absolutely, support is great. But this is an initiative for yourself and not for others. So if you are depending on other people's, you know, cheerleading and and always uh, the positive affirmation, it, the, the second you don't get that, it, you might struggle a little bit with achieving those resolutions. So you kind of need to be selfish on this and really just it's about you and you have to prioritize things in your life to make those changes. And you're absolutely right. And the funny thing about it, uh, and I'm just speaking from personal experience here, but when you think about making those resolutions, you're thinking it's because people are looking at you as a certain way. They expect a certain, I don't know, makeup of that, that individual that's you. And that by not, let's say, looking after your financial wellness, by not looking at your after your health or not eating properly, you you're letting them down. But truly, at my experience is they 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 just love you for who you are. Absolutely, yeah. Whether you had a chocolate bar or not that day, you're still the dad, the brother, the son, whatever it is. But um, yeah, it's um it's a challenge too. And and you know, I can talk about it personally. This year, I, you know, for the last probably two years, I've complained about how poor my sleeps are. But at the same time, not really diving into how much sugar and caffeine that I was consuming. And and my resolution for this year going into 2024 was to in fact do that. Just cut out all those things that could impact my sleep. And guess what? It works. It worked. I had to work. It was, uh, I've been, I've had the nickname of Charlie, um, from Charlie, the chocolate factory, the chocolate guy. Like that's been my, if you, if I got cut, it's most likely the chocolate's going to ooze out. So that one was a hard one for me. And it was just everything I did Friday nights, pop into the store, grab some treats. Oh, I don't do that anymore. But as I drive by that store, the inkling is still there to turn in. So it, and it's just for myself. It's not benefiting anybody else. Well, I'm sure my wife would appreciate it because I wouldn't be flopping around as much trying to get to sleep, but, but I noticed it. So I was, I took that as my motivation as opposed to having anybody else cheer me on when I woke up in the morning and was a lot more uh, rested. I, I knew that I was doing the right thing. So let me ask you, and, and good on you. Congratulations. On, you're, you're on the right path, obviously, but how long did it take you to get to the point where you felt like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to develop this positive habit. So I don't have to drive by and hear those chocolate bars screaming at me. Come on in, come on in. They were angry for me, passing them by. <laughs> <Let me tell. laughs> a couple of stores lost a good customer. You know, really it was, well, yeah, again, there was a weight issue too over Christmas, you know, the whole family's there, you start indulging and I hit a high score on my weight and that was a bit of a, okay, yeah, this really needs to happen. This is getting a bit absurd. Um, but I had been kind of whining about the lack of sleep for a long time. So it just kind of, I said, no, this is enough. Yeah. I'm very happy that I did. It was a, a terrible thing to try and break and I'm still, it's little habits, just little habits. I've always uh, relied on chocolate after meals just to finish things off and, and that hard uh, stop was was challenging still is not gonna lie 
Well, you know, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. For years, I've had a sweet tooth, but uh, over the last little bit, it, it hasn't been there. But every once in a while, I'll go by it and I'll hear something screaming at me. I, and I'm, I'm doing my best to ignore those screams. Yeah. And I think it's working, but I think every now and again, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it this way, is that what what are the expectations when you make that resolution? And should you beat yourself up? Should you somehow find yourself in a position where you've actually answered to those screams? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a running joke in our family that uh, it's all or nothing. It's either you, you embrace something wholeheartedly or you don't. So I struggle with the, you know, the little, oh, it'll be okay just to have this one. Oh, you know what? It's fine. I'm doing really well. It is a slippery slope for me. I know myself well enough that if I have one, it's going to lead to many. So, uh, but it's funny. Most people do that, right? When you say that you're trying to do something jokingly, they might say, well, how would you like this? It's just one of these. And it's like, no. And I, you know, they're not doing it to be uh, destructive and it is uh, uh, as meant as a joke, but there's a piece of it that is, you have to fight that off as well. So should there not be some kind of celebration if you're starting to be successful with your resolution? Absolutely. And and your friends and family will, you know, I, I've been talking about around the house, I, I just chime out as to what day it is that I'm on and, and you know what, they'll say good for you. Wow. And most of them are, are shocked. That <laughs> it's lasted this long, but I will I will take that and just continue to build on it. But I've I've issued it as a challenge to myself, and um, just as an example, I, I haven't had a coffee in 29 days. And yesterday at breakfast, my wife had a coffee, and I could smell it. I'm oh, like, really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, do you want to finish a sip? She's like, sure. But she looked at me in my eyes when I said that, and I was like, oh, this is a, it's a trick. Is yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. And she's like, wow, okay, very good. So it was. Uh, but I, I could feel it. I wanted it, but I had to stick to what my resolution was. Well, it's amazing because that, that caffeine could be a pretty tough one to shake. I know at one point I would get up early uh, just to kick my day into gear and start with a couple of espressos. Oh, goodness. And then I would turn to coffee. And and I, I still drink quite a bit of coffee, but nowhere near what I was doing back then. Because I'm telling you right now, when you quit that coffee, you talk about screams. Your body's screaming for caffeine at that point. Yeah. And that's not easy. I had a headache that was a week long and I I never factored into it. And it was interesting. I was just at a conference in the U.S. and uh, one of the uh, gentlemen that I ran into, we just started having idle chit-chat and, you know, he's like, oh, how's New Year's, you know, Jamaican, you know, th- that topic came up, Jamaican resolutions. And, and we were at the, the coffee station. I was grabbing a tea and, uh, <laughs> you know, I said, yeah, no, I, I cold turkey cut all that. And he, he looks at me, he's like, well, I hope you did it gradually. And I stopped and I was like, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I did. And he's like, he said, you didn't? And I'm like, no. I said, he goes, that's, he goes, it's like coming off of a major drug. And I'm like, yeah, I could, I could tell you that, but no, I, I didn't graduate do anything, but that's just my demeanor. It's, it's either now and it's all or else it's. It's funny. I mean, over the years, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I've had trouble with trouble with my weight. So I, you know, I, I, I get on this kick and I exercise and, uh, watch what I would eat and I would lose 40 pounds mm-hmm. and I pat myself on the back and then Three months later, guess what? That forty pounds surprise is back again. <laughs> so I mean, what I what I decide this time is is to be practical about, let's say, losing weight and watching what you eat and realizing that it it's not a three month exercise. It's it's a year, two years, it's three years. It's a lifestyle change, and you have to do it consistently. And th- that's you know when I when I talk about expectations that. 
what I'm suggesting is that those expectations have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm finding, like I've been going to the gym for, for just over a year now, there are some results there. Am I at the point where I want to be? No. And I realize it's going to be another two years where even then mm-hmm. I might not be happy, but there's going to be 25 anymore. I said, oh, God. <laughs> that's the other hurdle. <laughs> that's the other hurdle. And I know it was funny back in 2021, I was at the doctor's office, not to see the doctor. I was bringing someone else. But the doctor had this look. And the question was, when's the last time we saw each other? I I said, no, I think we're fine. <laughs> Two days later, I get a call from the doctor. Yeah. Oh, the doctor would like to see you. Oh. Well, what are you going to do? I, you, you know what, though? I, I like to think that that's fairly rare, and that's a caring doctor, in my opinion. Yeah. If that, it should reach out, so that's good. The idea is good. Anyway, I, I took it as a positive, and, and we'll call it a bit of a wake-up call where mm-hmm. you realize that, like you said, we're, we're not as young as we used to be, and we have to look after ourselves, or we have to be kinder to ourselves as we get older. But uh, quite frankly, it, we had to be a little kinder to ourselves when we were younger, it might be a little bit easier right now. So I heartedly agree with that. Anything else? Coffee? Uh, anything else you tried in the past as a New Year's resolution? Uh, you know, alcohol has always been one. It's been a, a challenging uh, topic in my family uh, historically. But yeah, that one, that's that I've, you know, I've, I haven't really drank in over three years and it was just, it came to a head and it was like, no, just for, uh, you know, everyone's health and well-being and primarily my own, it was time to stop. Um, and that one was, that one was tricky because there's social implications to that one, you know, with your friend groups and just, you know, it, it, people just don't look at things the same if you're not celebrating by having a drink. And that took me a long time. I used to, I thought it'd be okay going into a bar with a friend and, you know, just had, nope, couldn't do it. So there was a, uh, a great deal of time that I had to fully, you know, pull back in order to be able to get myself right. And then, then it, it kind of, once the routine and the stability was in place and it wasn't as big of a deal, but it was, uh, it was tough. You know what, you know, what's funny about that. And I know that we have a couple of buddies that, that, that I'll just say they've been dry for a number of months. We don't look at them any differently no. and, and they still show up. They still, still socialize. We still have fun. We still have laughs and that's all that matters. And it's not tied to the liquor at all. No. No, and I think uh, that's the basis of good friends is that, you know, if if any of our friend groups that now I'm trying to, to quit, the first thing would be good for you. That's great. And they'll leave it at that, right? There's no need to joke or anything like that. And yeah, those, uh, I'm proud of the ones uh, that have been able to do that and also proud of the people that could regulate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not an easy thing for some people and all the power to them if they can. And I've got nothing but respect for people that can do that. And and uh, I, I'm not one to judge people, but I'm telling you right now, I would be judging these people in a positive fashion. That's true. Sure. And, well, you know what? Uh, unfortunately, uh, bad dog. It's easy. This podcast, our first together, is, is coming to the end. And usually, and and you've heard it before, I can tell because I can hear that music. But let's just let's just tie it up in a bowl for our listeners. And um, and it's funny. I'm going to be quite clear on this, but it's funny how the resolutions seem to come about like in the new year. But my position is they can be made at any time. We do not need to wait for that New Year's Eve to, to hit us. If you're thinking about making some resolutions, here are a few things that, that lend to your success. Be picky about your resolutions. Plan your resolutions. Set very specific goals. Don't take on too much. Choose a new resolution. Identify accountability partners for support. And we talked about that during this podcast for sure. And give your resolutions time to become a habit. 
And you've mentioned that as well. It it, it, ha it has to be a new habit for you. Yeah. And you can't beat yourself up. You, know, you, you can slip. It's okay. Just get back on the horse and stay true to your resolution. Just get back on that horse. Don't think of your resolution as another burden you need to carry. When you are successful in keeping the resolutions, it will take the stress off your life and give you energy to take on something new. Self-improvement is a continual effort and needs to be developed as a lifetime or living habit so that we can get the most out of our lives. Do you want to add anything else to that? You know, I think that the nature of resolutions is in some way or another trying to better oneself. And as long as people continue with that focus and strive to do that, there is nothing wrong with resolutions, even if they happen not to work. But to your previous point, you do happen to slip, just brush yourself off and get back on that resolution because the end result is a better Thanks, Mad Dog. Remember, we were never meant to walk alone. Remember to take advantage of the moment before the moment takes advantage of you. To learn more about eWalkabout, please visit us at eWalkabout.ca.